Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. projection booth you might hear a slight hum in the background as we go forward their neighbor across the street is having their tree trimmed and their wood chipper is in overdrive right now um but i don't know if that'll totally come through so it'll be fine uh all right claire what are we gonna watch today we're gonna watch cooties and um i'm gonna read the um some of it Okay. A horror comedy with unexpected laughs and unapologetic thrills when a cafeteria of food turns elementary school children into little killer savages. A group of misfit teachers must band together to escape the playground carnage. The film stars Aaliyah Wood, Rain Wilson, and Allison Pill as teachers who fight to survive the most unruly students ever on the worst Monday of their lives. All right, so... Oh, that's not fair. Monday is my favorite day. What? I start school. Monday is your favorite day because you get to start school that day. Yeah. That's what you're saying? Uh-huh. Are you, are you joking me or are you serious? I can't I'm tell. I'm serious. You're serious. Mondays and Fridays. Fridays because it, we go on a weekend and Mondays because I get to see my favorite teacher, Mystics. Okay. All right. Um, so we've seen the trailer. Well, well, no. Let's let's actually go backwards a little bit, because you've been asking to see Cooties since the first episode that we've done here, and honestly, even before. So, like, why? Because, well, one of the reasons is because um, the um, Cooties poster has a skeleton kid's hand holding a lollipop. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Cool. Mm-hmm. And um, another reason, because I've always wanted to see a movie where the kids are the zombies, mm-hmm. not the adults uh-huh. Uh-huh. or teenagers. So that would be kind of awesome. Well, so in the trailer, uh, you know, it opens up and says, you know, hey, this is the fourth grade. So, like, that's... I wouldn't eat those chicken nuggets. You wouldn't eat those chicken nuggets? <laughs> no. They have, they have weird yellow sauce on it that looks disgusting. Oh, okay. Okay. I would eat pizza. It's, I would eat pizza with <laughs> mushrooms on it instead of that. <laughs> so, but like, like you know then that a lot of these fourth grade kids are going to get killed in the course of this movie. Does that bother you? Does that upset you at all? Does it, does it make it scary or does it make it more interesting to you? More interesting. Not that much. Uh-huh. It doesn't scare me that much because um, I sometimes when I watch a movie that scares me a little bit and it's talking about fourth grade and fourth grade has something scary to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like not the adults, like the kids has something scary with it. Sometimes I just pretend it's like first graders or third graders. Mm-hmm. So it's not in my grade and I don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. Like, but this kid in school. I'm fairly certain that 
poison chicken nuggets would not show up at your school and turn you and your classmates into a bunch of uh, maniac zombies. But you never know. You I only never eat know. popcorn nuggets, and they. I only eat popcorn nuggets with, uh, with, with ketchup. If they had, if they started serving the popcorn nuggets with that weird yellow sauce, I would mm-hmm. just that weird mustard. I, Claire, I have seen you eat. You will eat ketchup with popcorn nuggets. That absolutely is the order that that should be it. Um, what's your favorite uh, school lunch that they have on the menu? Popcorn chicken nuggets. Popcorn chicken nuggets. Okay. Because they look like because they look like popcorn, but uh-huh. taste like chicken. Oh, but they <laughs> taste like chicken. Oh, it tastes popcorn that tastes like chicken. Okay. I mean, it looks like popcorn you had just popped out of a mm-hmm. bag, but when you eat it, it's chicken. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. so once they, once when they first started serving it, they tried to make it actually look like popcorn, like getting mm-hmm. like food dye and dyeing it white, mm-hmm. so it looks like popcorn. That didn't turn out very well. Mm-hmm. A couple of kids got sick, got sick with a tummy ache and couldn't come to school. Oh, that's as not in good. The stomach bug. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, because I don't care for that. Uh, what about, let's see, what's your, so popcorn chicken nuggets is your favorite lunch food. Do they have desserts and stuff that you can choose from? Uh, yeah. They have cookies, ice cream, um, juice. Mm-hmm. They have like these big containers. They have these juice packs that mm-hmm. come with a, that come with a, that come with a cookie. It's pretty awesome. Mm. I don't normally do that that often, but sometimes I'll do it if it's like on pizza days, if I plan to eat pizza, because sometimes they serve popcorn chicken nuggets and pizza, so I just choose popcorn chicken nuggets, so if I decide to do pizza that day, I would have the juice and cookie as my dessert. Mm. And then th- they also have these pretty cool, like, ice cream containers, circle containers, and um, they come with hot fudge and a cherry and some sprinkles on it. Mm. And when you win a best attendance of the month, they'll give you, they'll give you, they'll let you have two ice creams. You'll get to have a free ice cream on the school for oh, your class, man. and then you can buy an ice cream if you want to. Wow, Okay. Well, I think what's totally clear is that I should have eaten before we sat down to do this because I'm super hungry. <laughs> um, but all right, let's go ahead and close this out and we'll jump over and watch the movie and then we'll see you guys back on the other side. Bye. Hey, look at us. We're fine. We're fine. You know, we're, we're still us because you know why? Because none of us got bitten or scratched. I did. Oh. It's fine. We'll just, we'll go to the washroom and, and we'll, you wash it out with soap so it won't get infected, okay? How is it? What do you see? Okay. okay. We're back. Uh, this time it's a little bit different than it normally has been. We decided to hit pause on cooties for a little bit. Maybe a few hours, maybe a day, um, but Claire has said it's a bit much for her. And since that's kind of the first time that this has happened that we're going through it, I wanted to just stop and have a conversation with Claire about um, like what happened there and you know what became so stressful and what she would like to do going forward. So Claire, what made you want to hit stop on this? 
They're fourth grade zombies. <laughs> so it's the it's the fact that they're fourth graders like you are that made it so real. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does it does it bother you the fact that like the kids are getting murderized in it or is it really just that they're fourth graders and it makes it more relatable to you like if it, if they were third graders would it be different yeah yeah you think so mm -hmm. what did you find upsetting about it that made you want to hit pause where where did it go wrong for you was it was it just the fourth grader aspect or was it particularly gory or what happened fourth grader aspect and at the beginning of the movie they show you how the chicken nuggets are infected dude i'm i'm gonna tell you claire for real for real i watched this movie at a lost weekend it was the last weekend that i went to on my own it was a midnight showing and i was so hungry going into this midnight showing and i had legitimately just ordered this is a true story oh god this is a true story i had just ordered um the the chicken wings that you can get as a midnight snack because I did not know what I was getting into. And the chicken wings appear on my table in front of me as the opening sequence of this starts. And I go to bite in and I see what they like, that they're blending up the chickens and what they're doing to them. And, and then you lose your appetite. Totally lost my appetite. Did not eat those chicken wings. Left them there to be taken away when I left the movie. In fact, that opening sequence turns my stomach every time that I watch it. I do not like it. I find it very upsetting. Do you do you lose your appetite on just chickens or everything? Um, I lost my appetite flat out the first time that I saw that, but because not like like seeing the the chicken get its neck broke like that didn't bother me so much i mean like that's just if you i feel like it's sliced off yeah it was when they started the um the blender like your mom has right and they're blending the chicken paste up yeah i said like Ugh. oh that looks like cookie batter yeah <laughs> that looks like strawberry cookie batter <laughs> but it's not it's so gross um so all I'm saying with that is, yeah, I think you're not the only person that that upsets. Um, I, I tell you what, while we were watching it, um, the scene where the principal gets murdered in the the front yard. And then his head is on like the, then his head is on the batting thing that you hit the, that you hit the ball and it goes round and round and you try to make sure that it's not. Tetherball. Yeah, his head got ball. turned into a tether ball. They, they take off the actual ball and then they put and then they and they had cut off his head. Yeah. And they put his head as the tether ball and they kept slapping it around. Yeah. But that and didn't his bother eyes were you. Open. That's what bothered me. Oh, the fact that his eyes were open bothered you? It was like his eyes were wide open and he had like a and he had like a like a <laughs> She's making such a serious face right now. <laughs> um so I guess then um, my my other question is, do you want to go back to watching it? Well, not right now. Well, no, not right now. I mean, like later today or tomorrow or something like that. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. But I had, when we were first talking about this before we came down here, I was, saying, I was mm -hmm. talking about wish, like wishes, so I want to continue that. So um, we were talking about how, about, about how um, I didn't like how it was fourth graders, and then I mentioned you could do th you could do third graders, mm -hmm. or you could have done first graders, and I was like, wait a minute, preschoolers, because they haven't been taught any manners, so they would be the most vicious <laughs> zombies. 
So preschoolers, because they had not been taught manners, would be the most vicious zombies. So like, let's... And Quinn is already super vicious. <laughs> Don't talk about your sister like that. She's lovely. But you might be right. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, how would you rank the viciousness of zombies? So like preschoolers would be the most vicious zombie. What would be the second most vicious zombie? Kindergartners and first graders are on uh-huh. the same line. Are in the same, so it's like preschoolers, kindergartners, first graders, so like little kids yeah. types of things. Then thing. second and third graders on uh-huh. the same line. Uh-huh. Then, then fourth, fifth, and sixth on the same line. So you think that the older that the zombie gets, the less vicious they are. Yeah, because that me because like in older zombie movies, um, it's um he they can't walk. Because they're like adults, mm-hmm. like that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like the more, the more, the more like kid they mm-hmm. are, the faster they can go. Ah, uh, okay. So because it's old people have old people problems, the kids are younger and more vital, and they then can be faster and stronger and more bitey. Yeah, and they said these kids and. One of the, and one of the, um, the coaches, the coaches, like the guy who teaches like gym, Mm -hmm. he was out there and then he saw them and he was like, dude, you can't eat the teachers. (laughs) But you, but you thought that was funny though, right? Yeah. Um, so. Wait, no, he didn't say, he didn't say dude, he went like this, man, you can't eat the teachers, especially (laughs) the vice principal, acting principal. We've all wanted to do that to the vice principal, I get it. But you can't. Uh, well, zombies don't know how to. Zombies can't because they're not. Mm-hmm. They don't follow rules. Um, what did you, so the effects themselves? Did you find the the goriness of the effects to be upsetting? What do you mean? Like that they were so bloody. They were bloodier than I remembered. Especially when they honked that horn and there was all that blood on the windows <laughs> and the baby was a zombie. Yeah, so we stopped. If you've seen Cooties, we stopped. Um, the uh, Elijah Wood's character, Clint, has gotten uh, stomach sick and recovered from his bout with the virus. And they have made a plan to wait until the parents come at 3 p.m. to pick up their kids as a way to signal for help. And the first car rolls up with the mom, who's the president of the PTA, and she's got her kid, her little kid in the back of the car, and she picks up her child and totally gets murderized in the car while the um, the adults shout for help from the landing. That's right about where we ended, right? Oh, no, we ended just after where Rain Wilson completely smashes a child's head. Yeah. Yeah. What would you think about that? That was kind of creepy. I'm so glad they didn't actually show that. Yeah. Where he was like, but it made you feel like they had that you had seen it, right? Like the way that they shot it, like it makes you and feel like you see it. And then afterwards, he had all that blood on him. Yeah, but you don't. I'm so glad you didn't see that because probably his head is like just flattened, it's mushed, yeah. like paste, like that chicken strawberry I'm cookie dough. I'm also so glad they did it so the fire extinguisher. There's probably some. There's probably some eyes. Well, what did you think when um, the guy who starts weird conversations picked up his hands and says, "Guys." It's fine, I had gloves on. And he holds up his hands, and then he's like, they're like, no, you don't have gloves on. And he was like, oh, I see now. That was gross, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Especially because like normal vomit, you would they would be like orange, and then it was like green. Let's not talk about the vomit. Ugh, it, it grosses me out too much. But I mean, like it was icky, like it was icky, like the stu- like the kid's mouse. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is, and it and it's actually it does look like the goop that comes out of the chicken when she bites into it the first time. Oh yeah, that's a good observation, Claire. I hadn't noticed that. I think I hadn't noticed it because I too squicked out when they show his hands. Like I immediately am like, oh no, I don't want to see that. Um, I don't really, I don't really mind that because um, because I am because a lot of kids because a lot of kids don't know they're allergic to some things and then they eat it and then they then they vomit in the cafeteria. Let's not talk about that. Let's really, let's not, really not. I can't handle it. It's, yeah. No, thank you. No, that's okay. I'm glad that you're used to it. Look, I can watch scary movies where kids get murderized and it doesn't bother me, but we can't talk about stomach illness. I'll be upset. It's, ugh, it's too much for me. I really can't handle it. You flip. Good for you. That's a good life skill to have. Um, so the only thing that I want to say before we, we pause this for now and then we'll come back to it after we watch um, the rest of the movie is keep in mind claire you know this is this is what i think about a lot when i watch horror movies is how they're doing this stuff and the one thing that i would keep in mind is that you do see your peers right that's your age group right they're turning into zombies and getting killed and doing killings and that's all upsetting imagine if you had been cast in this movie to do this and what a crazy fun time it would have been to have had all that makeup on you and get to run around and scream and throw fake blood around all over the place. I imagine for those kids, it was like, like recess all day. For me, I still would have been creeped out even if I was a cast in there. Uh If I was like that boy who went in there and had to go and had to, and had to throw the blood and pretend to eat that mom. Yeah. Ugh. I still would have been creeped out. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I agree. I think you would have the most fun with that, honestly. But. Right. Well, true, because I do sometimes. Because I do sometimes when I'm playing my, by myself. Sometimes I watch. Sometimes I am playing with weird. Um. Sometimes I pretend that, like, that, well, I'm just bossy, and I am, sometimes I get really mean. (laughs) To your imaginary characters in the game that you're playing? Oh, Claire. All right, we might have to explore this more when we're not recording. Uh, But all right, so let's leave it off there. Uh, We'll leave it off there, and we'll come back once we watch the rest of the movie to see what we think about the rest of it. Sound good? Yeah. All right. My truck's got a dual rear wheel. I'm sorry? Dual rear wheel. Dual wheel. Dual wheel. Dual wheel. wheel. Dual wheel. Dual wheel wheel. Dual wheel. Real wheel. Got a dual wheel wheel. Dual wheel wheel. All right, we're back. And we've now watched the whole movie. So, Claire, having now seen the whole thing, what do you think? I think 
where it ended was the worst place to end at. Uh, okay, why? Why was that so because, bad? Because um, in movies I watch, they ended at a place you would actually want to end it. Uh-huh. But in this, but in this movie, they ended it. They ended it at this at a at a at a part you would want to see. They ended it at a part in the middle of a scene. You think so? Yeah, because I think that I because like I think they just started that scene where they're mm-hmm. like driving off to try and find a place that kids would never go. Right. Oh. Excuse me. I've been drinking Mountain Dew. Ugh, that was not good. Not good at all. Um, so, what, like, so having seen the whole movie, and obviously you were a little bit scared during the first part of it, do you think having seen the ending that it was worth watching the whole movie? Or do you regret watching it? Like, did you enjoy it? Yeah. That's all you have to say? Just yeah? I don't regret watching it. Alright, what was the most upsetting part about the movie for you? Um, when, at the very beginning, mm-hmm. when they showed how he, how he killed the chickens. Ah, okay, so still that. And then also, when they were looking at the TV screen, mm-hmm. and they saw that they were injected with some weird, icky stuff that mm. probably infected the chickens. Mm. Um, what was your favorite part? Of the whole movie, when he was, um, when they went, um, when they did all of, at the scene at the the whole um, the whole party scene, like when they walk through and they see that mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. and then so from there to the end to the end of the movie is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. But my most favorite part of that scene mm-hmm. is when he's like, "Time to sleep, motherfuckers." <laughs> I don't think you should say that word. <laughs> Also, he says nap time. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get the quote right. And then you're just quoting a movie, I guess. I don't know. Mm, I'm not sure what the rules are about that. Um, all right. Well, what did you think about the effects in the rest of the movie? Uh, how about when that kid gets uh, knocked off the truck and he slides on his face and his jaws all messed up? That was pretty gross. That, I was, that actually, I had to close my eyes for that whole part. Yeah. Every time you saw, every time I realized they were they were gonna go, I did this. Mm-hmm. I covered mm-hmm. my eyes with my hands, mm-hmm. and then when I realized that they weren't showing him any, when I thought that they weren't showing anymore, mm-hmm. I would split my um my my ring finger and my mm-hmm. pinky apart, mm-hmm. and I would see if I saw anything, and if I did, I would close my eyes. But if I didn't, I'd just keep it like that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. What else should we talk about? Do you think for this, um, the art of them? Ooh, how about uh, dual rear wheels? Can you say dual rear wheels? Dual rear wheels. Wait, what was it? Dual rear wheels. Dual rear wheels. I. That's not what I said. Dual rear wheels. <laughs> dual rear wheels. Dual rear wheels. Yeah, it's not so hard, right? Yeah, but. <laughs> But when I first started, I said it like this. That's not even the right sounds. I said dual rear. I said dual wheel rear. Say it five times fast. Dual rear rear. 
Dual rear wheels, dual rear wheels, dual rear wheels, dual rear wheels, dual rear wheels. <laughs> the more you say it at one time, the, the weirder it sounds. Dual rear wheels, dual rear On the second time, I messed that up. Um, so, okay, so here's what I wanted to ask you from before, is when they first get to the school, right, and um, those kids are so hostile to uh, Elijah Wood's character, Clint, um, is that, do you think that they captured how fourth graders act? Is that like what fourth graders act like in your school or did, did that seem totally wrong to you? That seemed very wrong. Yeah. What was wrong about it? All of the kids, pretty, it showed that pretty much all of the kids were mean. Mm-hmm. But in my school, there's only like one or two bullies in each classroom. Oh, okay. And there's like, I don't know, 30 classrooms. Mm. So there was too many mean kids uh, in that, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the kids who are mean, well, I, well, I guess all the kids are kind of mean in that. Um, but for the ones that they showed being mean, did that seem real to you? Is that the kind of meanness that you would see in school? No. No? Way off. Yeah? In school, what they, they would never even pull a person's hair because they know. Mm-hmm. Because most of the meanies have seen booties. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because they used to pull hair, and then after, they used to pull hair, and then after, like, a couple days, all of them had just completely stopped pulling mm. hair. Mm. So the, the, now, was that just the boys in your school, or, like, the girls pull hair, too? Um, there's only one or two, but those are in, like, first grade. Oh, okay, okay. Um. And they're not even being mean. They're just bragging about how smart they are. They're like, I know six plus six. It's 12. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. So who was your favorite character? My favorite character? Hmm. The girl who has the pink, the girl with the ponytails who has the pink beads mm-hmm. on the ponytail. The one that has, that has one of her hair ripped off in the beginning of the movie. The, so, the zombie number one, like the originating zombie, Yeah. that's your favorite character? Mm-hmm. How come? Because she's because before she was turned into a zombie, she was so pretty. Oh, okay. She had her pretty pink, she had her pretty pink pigtails, her very pretty hair. Mm-hmm. She had, she had rose, she had rosy cheeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She had, per, she had very pretty blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Her, her clothing choice was awesome uh-huh. and she had and she had very pink and rosy lips oh okay so alright uh, but then after she was turned into a zombie mm-hmm. um, my favorite character was the was the um, was the girl with yellow hair the one who likes Wayne oh right yeah 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 yeah, yeah she's my favorite um yeah, I liked her. Who do you think the main character was? I think it was Clint. You think it was Clint? Yeah, I suppose it was Clint. Because they did. Because at the very beginning, after they showed how the chickens were made, um, they um, they showed you, they showed you him. Mm-hmm. How do you think the movie should have ended? I think it should have ended at the end of that scene, like showing what's the place that the kids that kids would never go. Uh huh. Honestly, for me, I would never go to that factory. Even if I was a zombie, <laughs> I would never go to that creepy 
Uh, well, I think we've talked about everything in a roundabout fashion. We've talked about the effects. We've talked about the characters in the story and what we liked or didn't like. Um, we talked about what you found upsetting about the movie. Is there anything that you want to talk about before we end out the conversation? Um... I mean, I guess my big question is, you know, since we've been talking about doing the podcast, you've been saying, I want to watch Cooties. Even before we did the podcast, you've been saying that you want to watch it. And even though it upsets you, do you feel like still like that was a good choice? I'm glad I did that. Yeah. All right. Any final words? Um, if you ever meet, if you ever meet fourth grade zombies, you're most likely, and you were, and you had just taken drugs, it's most like, you're most likely hallucinating, so don't run around saying, I saw fourth grade zombies. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. If you encounter fourth grade zombies in real life, you're probably high, so make better life choices. All right. Uh, Well, then I'll be back on the other side of this uh, to talk a little bit more about this. And I guess, Claire, do you want to say see you next time? Bye. Bye. Vice Principal Sims? Yeah, you're go for Sims. I'm under some medication for medical conditions, so I may not be seeing things correctly. Possibly eating Mr. Peterson. And welcome along back to the other side of this program where kids say motherfucker and we talk about swear words and drugs and headless assistant principals. Yeah, no, this is all going great. Oh, right. And the V word. Uh... <laughs> I think that this one, honestly, of all the episodes we've done, this has probably been my favorite just conversation with Claire watching it. I I think her reaction to the movie was by far the most interesting uh, of all the ones that we've watched so far. Uh, Not to mention the fact, just my sheer genuine absolute delight with her uh, quoting Rain Wilson's line from that particular movie. You know, uh, I don't... uh, Well, let's see. How to... How to talk about this? Let's uh, let's break it down. First of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about swearing in the Das uh, household. You know, uh, I think for those of you who know me in person, understand that it, in most cases it's very challenging for me to complete a sentence without a swear. I try very hard in these episodes, you guys. So very hard, and it's so very tough. Um, so. I guess the point I'm trying to make is, uh, you know, the kids are not unaccustomed to hearing swear words. They hear them in movies if we have them on. Um, they'll hear uh, Danielle or I uh, say them in passing conversation. But, you know, in our household, it isn't so much uh, the word that's being said, although there are some, um, but it isn't so much the word that's being said. It's how they're being used and where they're being directed. Um, you know, if I hear one of my kids stub their toe and say, damn it, I am not particularly upset about it. I don't necessarily encourage it, but I'm also not bothered by it. I think for me, they're just, they're just words. Uh, you know, if they're directed at somebody, then it becomes a problem. And to be honest, you know, 
whether they're saying the F word or uh, damn it or whatever. Um, it, it, if it's just said into the air, it, it's fine. It's fine. And I recognize that there's a lot of uh, room to disagree about language and things that kids hear and whether or not it's okay. Um, but for my mind, it's not so much the individual word. It's the intent with which the word is used. So, you know, honestly, if, if I heard Claire say, oh, fuck, uh, I probably would give the exact same reaction that I gave when we were recording, which is to not encourage her, but to just say, mm, you know, maybe these are not the best words. Um, but if I heard her say, fuck you, oh, man, um, to, like my response to that would be, as intense, though, if she said, um, you know, screw you or you're dumb, um, you know, directed those insults at, at somebody, then that becomes a problem for me. But, you know, otherwise, I it, it just doesn't bother me. Now, you know, if she were to use that language at school, even in passing, even in ways that in the house I would not be bothered by, and she were to get in trouble for that at school, um, you know, those are the rules of the school and she's obligated to follow the rules of school exactly in the same way that, you know, if you work in a place that frowns on unprofessional language, um, then you have to censor yourself and you have to speak in a way that will allow you to keep your job. And these are important lessons to learn is how you can talk in certain places versus others and to identify when it's an appropriate moment to, you know, kind of cut loose or to curtail your particular word selection. Um, and I have had that conversation with Claire. It's not like, you know, a secret where, you know, she thinks that she would swear at school and then talk to the principal and say, well, mom and dad say it's okay. No. I have flat out told her, you know, language in the household rules are very, very different than rules elsewhere and that she needs to understand that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I really didn't expect her in that moment, uh, to say, you know, of all the lines, I, I would have thought at that point she would have said, was somebody expecting a badass? That would be more in line for what I would think Claire would have quoted. Uh, but a nap time motherfuckers is eminently quotable and B, uh, it is hilarious to me because on, on listening back to the actual audio, uh, of Rain Wilson's line, you know, he says, nap time motherfuckers and it's real slow um but when claire said it you know she said nap time motherfuckers you know she snapped it off and what is hilarious to me is that is how i say that word so i can't very well be like claire where did you learn this from who taught you to do this i learned it from you dad i learned it from watching you <laughs> so I, mean, I try not to be a hypocrite about stuff like that but i also try not to encourage it it's you know it's a fine line i i think that we all have to kind of learn those lessons in our life and i'm okay with it uh so that's what it comes down to for the swearing now you know i i think you probably heard me in a couple of episodes now to ask her not to talk about uh uh like stomach upset incidents and all that sort of stuff um like conversation about that i find to be personally upsetting to me and it squicks me out and it doesn't bother claire at all um but I assume that that's because Claire has not lived through six consecutive years of having younger than two-year-olds in the house who will just pick up anything off of any floor anywhere uh, and the epidemic of neurovirus that that ultimately leads to. Um, I'm pretty sure 
I've got some mild uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from the neurovirus toddler years of my children's lives. Uh, thank God we're out of that. Um, but, you know, I, I do try and avoid it, uh, especially discussion uh, of that just in general, because it, I mean, it's upsetting to me, but I know it can be upsetting to other people. Um, but that's such like a personally held thing. And uh, I, I think that there are very few people out there, you know, um, wife dork, uh, Lisa Gillickson is uh, very much an emetophobe. That's that's the word for being uh, averse to all things uh, stomach upset related in that way, uh, a genuine phobia. And I don't know that I'm quite there, um, but I do find it all very profoundly upsetting. And it's something that is very easy to get under my skin. Um, and, you know, since I met Lisa, I didn't used to think a lot about... Um, like the use of vomit in movies for people to kind of make a point about something, you know, they drank too much last night. Uh, he just got shocking news. He got punched in the gut. You know, it's like such an easy go-to reaction. And kind of once I started talking to Lisa about her, her problems with it, I started to notice it more in movies and it is like super prevalent, like unnecessarily prevalent. Like why do we need this as an emotional punctuation in a movie? It's so gross and so upsetting and just so completely unnecessary. Um, so, you, like, you know, when you hear me talking to Claire, like, hey, let's not let's not talk about that. Like, in my head, that's me kind of tamping down on, you know, just the response to seeing stuff like that in there. But, um, you know, Claire, she's not affected by that at all. Like for, for me, you know, uh, she talked about being, uh, grossed out and upset when, uh, that kid went in the, uh, PTO mom's car and just murderized the baby brother and the mom and how profoundly upsetting she found that. I was not upset by that <laughs> like at all. It was not something that bothered me. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, the fun part of these conversations with Claire are finding um, the similarities between the two of us and kind of where our interests overlap and where our sensibilities kind of uh, begin to diverge. And uh, that's part of, you know, like what I really enjoy talking to her about. And I, I think that's why, uh, you know, for example, when she bailed out of watching Cooties halfway through that it was important to me to a capture the conversation for the podcast so that we can kind of talk about what's going on there. Um, but just also to just talk to her about like, you know, what she felt while she was going through it, because I mean, you can't know unless you interact them. And, and I think as parents, you know, we see our kids go from need machines to, uh, you know, walking need machines with opinions. Um, but, I think because we've seen them grow up and and evolve into the people that they are beginning to be, that it feels very much like we know more about what's going on inside of them than we do. And, you know, through some of these conversations, I discover new facets of Claire's own sensibilities. And I think that that's a very rewarding thing as a parent. But I also think it's a helpful dynamic for us to build because I think that makes it easier for her to talk to me about other more serious things that are bothering her. And it begins to teach her to talk about 
the things that upset her and how to do that constructively. Um, and I think that's a valuable lesson. I mean, I'm a, I'm a grown man and I'm still figuring out how to talk about my feelings constructively. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit further on the path than, um, my nine-year-old, but you know, I don't know how much farther. I mean, this could be a case of the blind leading the blind. Um, but it is something that I think about kind of when we're having these conversations, you know, in the same way that the podcast I think is useful for her schoolwork in unpacking stories and what she finds interesting about them. I think that, um, these conversations are, are also helpful for learning about ourselves and what we think and how we feel about things and what that does to us. Um, so yeah, uh, that's all I really had to say about it. I, you know, she loved the movie. I know that she stopped in the middle of it, but she really did enjoy it. Even when we came back to it, she enjoyed it. Um, we ultimately took, I think it was like a day. Uh, we, we went, um, and she had a, you know, a rest in between and then got up and then just at the next day it was like, Hey, can we do this? Um, so she was very into it, uh, even stopping it. Um, I had a lot of fun with this particular one. Plus Cooties is just a, it's a darn fun movie. Uh, Like Elijah Wood's got a real gem on his hands here. Um, so, you know, your mileage may vary with your kids. I don't know if I necessarily recommend it, especially, you know, if you are averse to swear words or, uh, vomit, uh, or gore, it was surprisingly gory. Oh, right. Uh, also there's a big C word joke in the middle of the movie because the main character's name is Clint and he writes it on the board but he puts the L and the I too close together and bam, you know, uh, that's one of the ones that I, I don't particularly care for or go to in, in my own use. But I was kind of curious how Claire would take it, but you know, she didn't really react to it. And, uh, you know, I don't know that I necessarily need to have a conversation with her about the, that particular word. Um, I suppose if I uh, heard her use it, I might have a conversation with her about it. But uh, otherwise, if, if she's not engaging on that one, I'm not going to proactively engage with her. Um, that's a little bit different um, than some other words. But, but yeah, for that one, that was my approach. Uh, yeah, so I think that'll do it. Uh, we can go ahead and close it out on that note. Um if you are not already following us, uh, you can follow Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventures on Twitter at B-A-C-E-A podcast. Um, we're our own feed now, so please find us on iTunes or Podbean, like, subscribe, uh, all that jazz. We really could use some five-star reviews, so if you're listening to this, uh, please take just a couple of minutes and jump over to iTunes and throw in a five-star review. Uh, I'll shout you out on the podcast and we would absolutely love you for doing it because it is the kind of help that only listeners like you can provide. So thank you very much for doing that. Uh, so for the rest of the dorks, uh, as always, uh, Bill and Claire's Excellent Ventures is an In the Mouth of Darkness production and you can follow that podcast at itmodcast, I-T-M-O-D-cast on Twitter and you can go to facebook.com slash itmodcast and like the page there. And you can follow all the dorks on the various social medias. Uh, Brad Gullickson, you can find at MouthDork pretty much everywhere, including Untapped. Um, Lisa Gullickson, at Sidewalk Siren on Twitter, also at BakedDork on Twitter. Uh, and you can also find her at Sidewalk Siren on Letterboxd. You can find Brian Young, uh, at the turtle dork on Twitter at the turtle dork one on Instagram and Brian B 
be young on Facebook. I'm not totally sure. I got to listen to Darren do it because he is the master at this. And speaking of, you can find Darren at the Disco Dork Smith on all social medias. So thanks very much again uh, for listening to us. And until next time. Nap time, motherfuckers.